Welcome to San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. My name is Harry. Uh, joining me tonight is Royce. How are you, Royce? What's up, everyone? I'm, uh, dude. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> it's it's been a long season. It's been a fun season, and this is the good part. This is where we have the most fun. So let's have fun. Let's go. I'm excited. Let's let's talk about this. It's the money season, as as I labeled the uh, labeled the show here. Uh, unfortunately, Rafa is Austin, North Austin, somewhere, uh, not in San Antonio working. So unfortunately he's not able to make the show. Robert, uh, is trying to figure out ways for the Vikings to trade for uh, Russell Wilson, uh, for that here. Um, you know, just, you know, got to improve the team. Um, <laughs> please somebody take him. Nobody uh, wants to slip on that flight. Apparently. <laughs> Russell Wilson's still uh, running up and down the plane uh, on his way to London. Um, and then uh, Matt, uh, Matt's doing Matt things, probably working. Uh, Matt, Matt's uh, probably warming up for the drums, uh, as you probably see in, in most of the hype videos. He's on the drums for uh, the supporters section. So I want to thank him and all the uh, Mission City 118, 210 Alliance, and the Crocketeers uh, for all the support that you guys have done in the bunker. And uh, it's that get that go time. Uh, starting to see getting everybody a little bit excited. We're actually what twenty four hours away um, at this point uh, from it here. Yes, Do want to start, uh, you know, with a shout out to uh, our buddy Aaron. Um, unfortunately, he did his fight in Phillies did take out your Cardinals, and then do they're uh, hot. They're they're hot, and it's whenever you come in to any sport with that type of form. You know, it sucks that the Cardinals got eliminated, but you get why. They're just running through everybody like a hot knock through butter, and we'll and the Astros are doing the same thing on the other league. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see who who comes out on top in that one. But and uh, the World Series kicks off tomorrow. So um, obviously, if you're in San Antonio, uh, you better be at Toyota Field. Uh, UTSA is off on on a bye week uh, this week, trying to get healthy uh, for UTSA football. Uh, the women's soccer has already made the Conference USA uh, uh, postseason tournament. I think they finish up their match uh, Friday night as well at the same time as San Antonio FC. So uh, wish uh, UTSA uh, uh, Lady Roadrunners uh, much success in their last match. And we'll probably dive into a little bit more on the Conference USA uh, playoffs finals. I think right now they're sixth or seventh seeded, uh, depending on how things uh, uh, shake up and they play uh, – uh, UTEP uh, on Friday night. So if, if SAFC wasn't playing, I probably would have made the trip. But um, with the kickoff at 7.30, uh, gates open at 6 o'clock. 
Um, San Antonio's already announced that they're uh, bringing in the heavyweights, uh, pyro boards, you know, uh, fireworks, and all that fun stuff. Uh, Royce, you're looking at tickets right before the kickoff uh, or, or kickoff of the show. Uh, what can you tell? <laughs> I was like, before kickoff, we still got 24. Hours. Uh, it looks like uh, 24 hours out from kickoff, there might be 100 seats left, maybe on Ticketmaster. It's there's parts of four rows that are available and then just a bunch of individuals. So, yeah, um, it's looking like if a you good haven't got crowd. your tickets, you better grab them. Yeah, so probably won't now. be able to get any walk ups right so. now. Um, and yeah, they're going to have the electronic boards. Like you said, they're going to have the pyrotechnics. They're going to have the um, American Idol or um, the voice contestant do the national anthem again, which that will set up, like like last year, that will set up uh, just a really good atmosphere uh, and really brings energy into the field. So looking forward to it. It's going to be a great night and um the weather should clear up. I think it's supposed to rain. Rain in the morning. That'll yeah. be something interesting. Rain in the morning, and then um, it should be clear. From what I read, it's supposed to be completely clear for game time. So, sounds like a nice night. Sounds like a sounds like an amazing night for soccer. So let's go. And I'll I'll set this before I, I welcome Matt to the show. Playoff soccer, dress appropriate. It it's not the summer games. It's a little bit chilly, especially with the wind, especially with the. You know, with the uh, moisture that's going to oh, be in the morning, cold. it's not going to be that cold. It's, gonna, it's supposed to be like in the 60s, so it's not going to be that cold. That's, but I will that's say, cold for San Antonio, <laughs> it's 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 going to be nice hoodie weather, and at the same time, it's a blackout. We're blacking yes. out Toyota Field, so wear a black hoodie, and it'll be good. It's going to be perfect hoodie and shorts weather. It's going to be great. Matt, welcome. Uh, sorry for calling you out. You know, you know, for Matt, uh, I literally just I got home. Your props for you know for the drums and and you know you be resting up. Nah, man, traffic is horrible right now. Everything is packed. Everything, dude, just did. Well, everything downtown is packed because of Day of the Dead. So, oh, so Rafa is in Round Rock. Uh, um, he's trying to get some Austin FC gear, I think. Wow! Since, uh, since oh. his Club America team oh, oh, uh, oh, is no, out, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't even even not associate him with Austin FC. No matter how much I want to dog on him, I will say I will say Rafa did get a solid opportunity for a good lunch at Blue Bonnet Cafe there in Marble Falls, a fantastic restaurant that's been there forever. So, and he tweeted pictures of the day before. He even sent pictures to my wife on it. Uh, the chicken fried steak uh, from one of the restaurants up there as well. Uh, nice road trip. Uh, da, 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 da. The but anyway, Texan Cafe. Sure. So but anyway, we have uh, a little game to preview tomorrow night. So let's let's jump on that tomorrow night. We take on the, the Oakland, Oakland Roots, who went through. Let's quickly wrap up how they got here. Um, a lot of people are saying that they conquered their way through San Diego. I know they got a nice goal. San Diego couldn't break down their defense. They got a second goal and then San Diego just lost it and they melted down. So I would put yeah. 75% of that loss on San Diego for not being hashtag mentality monsters. So, well, to me, so the scoring opened in the 36th minute with the awesome goal from Charlie Dennis. Uh, right after halftime in the 52nd minute, uh, uh, Lindo Mafika 
And you got to call it an error by San Diego. Um, I wonder how much of it was the pitch. Um, kicked the ball back to the keeper. Didn't put enough speed on it. Uh, it looked chewed up for sure. Yeah. And Lindo got it and unfortunately put it in the back net to put, you know, put it 2-0. And then all heck broke, broke loose. Uh, Thomas Among got a yellow card uh, for a right foul. Uh, 76 minute, um, got up, walked towards the Oakland player. I'm assuming it's Jose Hernandez, uh, you know, for that here, put a finger to his face, may or may not have made contact. I think there probably was contact. The roots player sold it. He got a red, his second yellow. Um, and I was listening to two Paul, uh, two balls and a mic, um, with Alan Underwood, uh, on their show with them kind of recapping. Because Alejandro Guido also got his second yellow at that same time after after the, they broke up the play, but it was the you know and if you go to the USL reports because we all thought it was for dissent you know him coming to the defense of Among, um, but it was actually um, for a serious foul that referee had played advantage, and then went back and gave him his second yellow card which. I thought was kind of odd, but you know, it is what it is uh, along those lines. And then Stoneman did what Stoneman does and uh, two cheap fouls and he was sent off. So it was 11 on eight. And um, really for Oakland, they, they looked, they, they looked to be the better team. Um, I think going in Boyle didn't have the momentum. I personally think it's a big deal, but Landon Donovan doing MLS commentary on Thursday night doesn't yeah. set the best example. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, I mean, the time you should be preparing for a game, you're out. And, I mean, you get it. The opportunity is cool and all, but at the same time, your team needs you and you need to prep for this game, and it's pretty obvious that the they didn't prep, and, they didn't prep enough. But, no, I, I will say, um, you know, the, the, first, the first double yellow – it was obvious. Like it was a yellow for um, he went through the guy and they were contesting a header. And then he went up to him and poked him in the face. Like it's hands of the face. And whether you completely, whether you slap a dude or barely make contact, it's still hands of the face. It's still a yellow card. And for you to do that, he got up, his teammates tried to stop him. He went around his teammates and still went to the dude and did it like lost the plot. And, um, at the same time, if you're Guido and if you're Stoneman, you got to know who the center ref is. And uh, Elton is – he is want, want to give yellow cards at the end of game. So you got to know who is that center ref and you got to know what your limits are for your behavior. And, man, he's – Elton is one of the – I will give him – he is one of the more consistent refs. Yes, you know what you get when you play them. You know what you're going to get, so you need to play that way. And Loyal, they lost it. They lost their composure, and, and deservedly, Oakland Roots move on to the match we're going to play tomorrow night that we'll preview right now against SAFC here in San Antonio. So SAFC's played twice against Oakland Roots. Uh, first match was 1-1 uh, here in Toyota Field on June 18th. Uh, San Antonio uh, had Far, Tainter, Camary, Garcia, uh, Troy, uh, David Larrera, PC, Abu, uh, Connor Mooney, Dylan, and Sam. Um, 
in this match, uh, the Roots came out with uh, Paul Blanchard, and and he's a fan favorite here because uh, he can barely stay up. Calmenta, hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, Alejandro Funemeyer, uh, Tariq Morad, uh, Guillermo Diaz, uh, Joseph Nani, Jose Hernandez, uh, Juan Carlos uh, Azucar, Mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Dennis, who scored the goal uh, for Mella, and uh, Otter Carlson, who they're, and their Nordic, their their Nordic, their Nordic uh, goal, goal scorer. He's he, he's he's who San Antonio needs to focus and, and take out. The correct. Match. And and what ha and if I remember correctly, what happened in the goal that they scored is he held he held up the ball, mm -hmm. and uh, their right winger took it, and he ended up scoring a curler from outside the zone, and that's how mm -hmm. they. Ended up their goal, which is exactly yeah. what um, that's exactly what um, Oakland wants to do is they want to have their forward hold up the ball, uh, distribute out to one of the wingers, and them to shoot and uh, either to go to the inline or to shoot uh, from outside. And that's something we need to protect it uh, to protect from. And that's how um, they scored against uh, San Diego the first goal. So, so that's something we need to looking at their lineup when we played them September, and this is under the new coach, uh, Noah Delgado. That's right. Uh, yeah. As a reminder, their former coach, the one we had the one, one draw with is now with Phoenix rising, um, Phoenix rising, let go of their coach. Uh, the Oakland roots coach went to go, um, manage that club. And now the assistant coach who is now the coach is, um, is now the head coach of the Roots, who played in this game that we won two to nothing uh, away at the uh, at the Stripe Field in Oakland. Yeah, and this is the lineup that I personally think we're going to see, um, with the exception of maybe Garcia coming in in one of the center back spots. Um, obviously, Jordan. Uh, they had Manley, they had Kamiri, they had Tanner because this was the time when Garcia was out. Gomez. Abu, PC, Maloney, Sam, Patino, and Pirano. So my only question, this will be a question for you, Matt, and, and Royce here. I think that's probably the right players with the exception of Garcia subbing in for either Kamiri or Manley. I'm not sure which one. But do you see them doing the Patino up top? Or do you see them doing this, you know, with uh, Pirano and Sam, you know, more behind? Or do you think Sam and... Patino will be up top and you'll have Pirano more in the middle. This is this is the typical formation that um, Marcina has deployed. Uh, this one exactly right here. Like you said, it's either going to be Garcia or Manley out uh, out wide. Um, I would imagine that it would most likely be Garcia just for the set piece uh, mm -hmm. opportunity um, out wide. Uh, but I think this right here is exactly going to be it. Pirano is going to ha have to occupy that space in defense and then go forward and try to distribute in the offense and have um, – Sam and uh, try to uh, give some service to Sam and, and uh, Santee. But I think this is what it's going to look like. This this pretty much exact formation with the exception of possibly um, Fabian in for uh, Carter. So earlier today when, when uh, on my long drive home, uh, I talked to uh, Rafa about this. Uh, I actually see Patino coming in uh, after half. Or we both agreed we could see him coming in after half. You would have probably Sam and Baloney. I, I think Nacho? Collier or JD. I I think it would most likely be JD, JD over over um, Collier. Yeah, right. And then uh, later on, you probably have Bilona come in for Sam. 
So I think I think you're right. It might be JD, and JD would slot back where uh, Sam is in this formation, mm-hmm. and um, you would have Sam go up top and be more of the uh, the focus striker. I, I agree. I think that's a good uh, a good shout. And then later think, on in the match, like you, you, think you, about you know, it, come in you, and Nacho come in. If you think about it, Bettino would would probably change the pace in the second half. Uh, that's that's just me wanting to see them have that pace change second half that way they don't know what they're coming for so that's if we're chasing a goal though so but but we'll see we'll see how it lines up so this is how san diego lined up so they did the three back against us um you know in the two regular season matches now against san diego which is a high scoring team um you know their defense leaks but you know they're offensively they're you know they do so they had blanchett uh Edgardo Rito, uh Tariq Morad, uh Funemeyer, uh Danny uh Barbiel, um Juan Carlos Azucar, uh Lindo Mafica, Joseph uh, Joseph Nane, Jose Hernandez, uh Charlie Dennis, and uh Otter Carlson up top. So I I could see them coming out with this back five because I think one of the things that's a stat coming into this, Oakland in their three postseason matches has yet to yield a goal so far. So and, 300 and minutes and no goals allowed. I could see them trying to park the bus and make this it is, challenging. This is exactly what they're going to do. This is going to be their exact lineup. And Juan Carlos Osocar, former RGV player, obviously mm-hmm. there's always got to be one. This is exactly what they're going to well, roll there's out. Two. With. There's Blanchard. Well, there's actually Blanchard, well, Blanchard uh, Cuzzer. Funemeyer uh, also played, I think, Tariq. Uh, no, maybe not. But I wouldn't so, consider it as a park in the bus. I would feel that as, as a, it's, a zone. It's a, no, no, it's a typical 5-4-1. This is what you'd see from like a Burnley trying to get a result uh, against, you know, a, a, in the Premier League. This is the typical formation that they'll be in. And then their wingers, um, in this case, number 10 and number 12, will go up. They'll Dennis go up and fight and they'll try to cross it into uh, Carlson, and Carlson will try to drop it off to whichever midfielder goes forward. Um, so it was Nane, I think, scored the goal. Nane scored the one. Yes. Goal that's scored against us, so that's who it was at that point. But that's what they typically do is you, they'll, whenever they're in possession, they'll have their wingers go forward, and Carlson will go try to hold up, and they'll have a midfielder go up. So you know their system. You know what they're going to do. Um, they are. I would put money that they're in this five-four-one, and it's very tough to break down. Have we broken it down before? Yes, we have. So uh, we've seen it, we know it, and um, we'll just see if we take our chances. So, what's the key to breaking it down? So, is it is it using the height, using speed, taking outside shots? What, what would you say is is the key speed. to doing this? The X the X factor and the two nothing win was Sam Adinarin. Mm-hmm. So, you need to be, you need to be Sam Adinarin to break this team down and spoiler alert, Sam Adinarin is going to start tomorrow. So that's what you need to break down. And, and it's because of how, how diverse of an attack Sam can provide. He can, he can score in the air. Yeah, he can turn a defender. And that's the biggest thing. That's what he did last time was he held the ball. He turned a defender. He shot and he scored and he did it twice. So, He's that's the only one that's he's out of the three goals we scored. He's scored all three. That's correct. So that's what you need. You need a same and dinner. That's what I'm saying. So um, you'll have Pirano out there. Hopefully he'll find him, give him service. Pirano can turn and 
putting them back in the net. So, and one of the big things that is going to be key, and I know it's very cliche, but the first goal is going to be the most important thing to get. So definitely need to get that, get that first goal. Possession wise, this is the thing that I think for, for San Antonio, Oakland's going to control the possession. Uh, both matches they had, uh, well, actually, yeah, both matches they led. The one-one right. draw in San Antonio is actually closer, forty-eight fifty-three. But out in Oakland, where we, to me, I thought we dominated. The we match. were chasing. They scored first in that, so right. we're going to possess more because we're trying to chase that game. But out in Oakland, yeah, it was it was sixty-four thirty-six. But yet right. we still outshot them, were, right? Yeah. Because they were chasing, correct? Yeah, so. so. It, that's kind of where it all depends. And it's both teams, this is the thing, both teams do not want to possess. They don't. SAC mm-hmm. wants to be very direct. They don't really care too much about possession. And Oakland is going to be back in that 5-4-1. They don't want to possess either. So it's going to kind of be a um, default who possesses. And what's going to happen is whoever scores first, the opposite team is going to have to chase. So they're going to possess more. So th- each team doesn't really want to possess. Uh, Frozen. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> you good, right? How, yeah. How bad did I go out? Yeah, yeah. I know. You said each team will possess, and then <laughs> nice. And then I got possessed because of Halloween, right? Um, no, uh, each team, each team, each team doesn't want to possess. Each team does not want to possess, and it depends on who scores first. Whoever scores first, that opposite team is going to have the majority of the possession because they're going to be chasing the game. Um, the biggest thing for SAFC, um, I, it's, it's going to be that first goal because you do not want to go to penalties. Uh, and that's what Oakland is going to play for is penalties. So, yeah. Your thoughts on – I know we don't normally do predictions, so we won't do predictions. But your thoughts – your thoughts on Marcina – possibly going with because there he does have two two lineups he has one that's a little bit more attacking and then he has one that's a little bit more defensive do you think he goes more attacking at the start or because this match is something that could go 120 minutes pks do you think he starts out you know kind of like a heavyweight match and, and just kind of feel uh you know fill each other out or do you think san antonio tries to go for the knockout punch uh, first Uh, definitely not. Um, and, and the reason being, uh, Marcina kind of experimenting uh, late in the season by putting, you know, just one hold, uh, one center defensive mid, so either a boo or PC in, and then he would have uh, Pirano and Loera start, and that didn't that didn't work too well. The, the couple times that we saw it, it just, it didn't work with the system. So we definitely need to have PC and a boo back as a double pivot, and then we'll have one. Um, kind of midfield forward. Um, so we definitely – I don't think in this playoff run we see that offensive lineup, and that's just because it – you know, we tried it. Um, it was a little vulnerable, and against teams like this that are going to counter, you, you don't want to do that. So uh, I think we're going to see the typical lineup, the typical 3-5 uh, three, five, three, five, three, four, three. Um, That's kind of what we're going to – I say the 3-4-3. Yeah. Here, here is an interesting, uh, interesting thing. 
uh, checked pro referees. They've already assigned the referee, which is Elvo, Elvis uh, Osmanovich. Um, he's the referee that did the Sac Republic uh, uh, New Mexico United match last round. But he is also the same match that did that called the San Antonio FC Oakland match in in September, um, which five yellow cards were you know were issued um, on there. So it'll be interesting. He also uh, refereed uh, the San Antonio Colorado Springs 1-0 match. Uh, gave seven yellow cards to you know five through there. Um, so he has uh, refereed uh, San Antonio twice. Uh, one specifically the Oakland Roots San Antonio match. So. Um, both teams should be fairly uh, sh- should know how he calls a game uh, along those lines, and and you know from my understanding and just looking at it here, it looks like he's got a pretty good um, you know averages you know looks like about four cards a game uh, for that here. So that will be interesting. Uh, Robert said Royce is glitching like Max Headroom. So thank you, Royce. <laughs> nice. Uh, so just looking at the playoffs here in general uh, for that here. Uh, the other match, Colorado Springs uh, took out RGV uh, in a 3-0 uh, match here, which uh, it was 0-0 to late. I will say RGV a um, little bit uh, not a little bit unlucky. Uh, cause, uh, Tyler Derrick took a knee to the head, uh, in my opinion, should have been, should a, have red been a straight card. red. There should have been a straight uh, red on a mo for sure was given a yellow. Um, I don't, don't know if it, obviously if you get a red, cause that was in the first half that changes things. You go to a backup keeper, their backup keepers quality, but um, I was going to say they knocked out their starting keeper. Uh, that's a big change. And it was done because a guy went in on the keeper and need him in the head. Like that's a straight red. It was that's flat, what we're talking about. Straight red. Um, so the other match, SAC, New Mexico, um, out of all the playoff matches in the first round, I have nothing to comment on it because it was, it was SAC in New Mexico. It went how you thought it was going to be. Um, uh, Memphis, uh, Detroit, 3-1 Memphis. It was late. Detroit, uh, Detroit got the early goal. Memphis came back and, and showed their quality. Tampa, Miami, Tampa won the, the derby there, 3-1. Um, and in, to me, the, the match of the weekend uh, for USL Championship, uh, Birmingham, Pittsburgh. That was a fun uh, one. 2-2, went to PKs, 7-8. Uh, and what was odd about it is Birmingham missed their first two PKs. And Pittsburgh let them back in by missing their last two. <laughs> um, it was exciting. If, and, if nothing, it was exciting. And and just as a reminder, it was 1-1 going in uh, going in uh, at a time. And then both teams scored and added time, and then it was yes. so it was, it was an exciting game. And Lily Ball won it in the end. So, so Pittsburgh, uh, Louisville. Um, fun fact: Louisville's been in the conference uh, conference finals in every year they've been in the league. Every year they've been in the league. That's nuts. Yep. And odds are they'll be uh, in in the conference finals again. To me, I think the match to watch um, is Memphis Tampa. Um, mm-hmm. I undervalue Memphis. It is playing on the baseball field. Tampa is starting to warm up and, and look like the Rowdies of, of the last couple of years. So that will be an interesting 2-3 matchup. Um, out West, Colorado Springs, Sacramento in, in Colorado Springs. Surprisingly, I think most people are still picking Sacramento, uh, still sleeping on Colorado Springs. And we saw how the chip uh, on their shoulder uh, went. 
Um, and let's not forget Colorado Springs uh, has has defeated Sacramento earlier this year by a pretty convincing score. So um, playoffs are shaping up. Those matches uh, outside of the San Antonio match, which is Friday, the others are all on Saturday within an hour of each other kickoff. So you got uh, Louisville-Pittsburgh kicking off at uh, 6.30. Colorado kicking off of Sacramento at 7. And then Memphis and Tampa Bay at uh, 7.30. For me, if I was USL, I would kind of spread it out a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, you know, it's, it's USL lower league. And we want to get the uh, best that we can. Uh, for that here. So one factor that I'm going to ask both uh, you, uh, Matt and Royce, San Antonio has been off what, two weeks. Oakland played Sunday late, traveled, plays Friday in uh, advantage, disadvantage uh, for either team. Cause there's people that feel, Hey, the having that week off can hurt. Um, but we've all, all have seen short turnarounds and how that can impact players. Um, I mean, through some of the posts that I, I was looking at on Twitter and Instagram, it seems like they kept each other in line. I mean, it's either play like you're uh, practice like you're playing or just relax. And these guys do not relax one bit. That's how they be stay mentality monsters. So I'm, I'm pretty sure they went all in uh, the whole week on practicing. And of course, yeah, you get your relaxed day, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they kept the, the, uh, foot on the pedal and just floored it. We've kind of had a preview of this two-week break um, in the middle of the summer. Uh, when SAFC, I guess, didn't do a friendly, they instead took a, a weekend vacation, which I think was really beneficial for the players. And the game right after that two weeks off was a 5 nothing win. So I, th I think they'll keep each other in line. They kind of have experience with this, and they know what's at stake. They know to come out firing, and they know not to take anything for granted. So I think they'll, uh, you know, this is the season of mentality monsters, and we'll see them come out firing. Any final thoughts on, on the playoffs? Uh, we're just going to keep this kind of short and sweet. Uh, unfortunately, you know, as we've seen with Robert and, and Rafa, and me and Royce have also been dealing with it, Matt, as well. Work schedule, uh Work-life, uh, family balance, uh, kid, taking kids to uh, practices, picking them up, that type of stuff. Um, any final thoughts on either San Antonio-Oakland or any of the other playoff matches that you want to talk about? Um, I'm just, man, the tension's been all week, just going to work and just trying to get to Friday. Just get clock out, go to sleep to make the day go by faster, just... It's it's here. It's it's tomorrow. And then asking my my boss today, hey, can I take a half day? Cause uh, I got some stuff to do. And he's like, well, what do you got to do? I'm like, I have a doctor's appointment. <laughs> so if he doesn't watch this, just know it's still a doctor's appointment. <laughs> yeah, with, with Doctor Far and Doctor uh, Taintor. Um, no, I'm so psyched. Oh, actually, Doctor Robert. <laughs> oh, there you go. Fair enough. Um, uh. I'm so psyched. Let's let's go. It's playoffs. We've been looking forward to this Since this entire year. season. Yeah, and and it's revenge time. We need to remember that awful feeling that we had in OC. 
and we got to avenge that. We got to be like the the 2013 versus the or the 2014 versus 2013 Spurs. And you were that close. You were that close. Remember this feeling? Come back, finish it, finish the fight. Uh, one mention, one comment from Rafa. He thinks a four, th- uh, five, pardon me, a five-three-two formation with Manley as a winger to play as a false four defender to stop counters on the wing. So, um, any thoughts on that, either Matt or, Ruff, or Matt or Royce? Maybe, maybe, but I, I, I don't see, I don't see Manley as as a winger. You're going to have Shannon up there. Shannon's going to provide the pace, um, and you're going to have uh, Fabian or Manley take care of. Or I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be Fabian taking care of defensive defensive responsibilities and having Abu or PC kind of cheat over a little bit. Um, and you're going to have Pirano there to try to take care of some of that. So maybe, maybe that's what he does. Maybe Marcina goes a little conservative and only has, um, like we said, probably JD and, uh, and Sam up top, but we'll see. Final thoughts, Matt, uh, what's your final thought for tomorrow? Uh, you know, what kind of expectations do you have, uh, Man, going on in the bunker going tomorrow. Back, back, checking that Ticketmaster, seeing how how much has been sold. I I just want that bunker to be loud tomorrow. That's all I want. I, I need that bunker to be loud. They they call us out and, and read different videos. So the bunker needs to be loud tomorrow. Royce, your final thoughts. Um, I, I'm just like, let's go. I can't wait. 24 hours. Well, now 23 and a half hours. Let's go. I'm, I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this. This is the moment. Let's go. So I got two final thoughts. Number one, show up tomorrow. Be ready. Be loud. Um, however, we saw this in two matches this weekend. Don't be throwing stuff on the pitch. It happened in Birmingham. Happened in San Diego. It's yep. a bad look. No, you know, no matter no matter what happens, um, good or bad, don't be that person that's throwing stuff on the pitch. Number two, number two, uh, go out and vote. I don't care who you vote for, but go out and vote. If you want change to happen, the only way you can make it happen is by going out and voting, and also double check your ballots because unfortunately there has been reports of uh, what you voted for not necessarily being appearing on right. on your ballot. That's why so, they give you that paper ballot. Check your paper ballot. That's the one that counts. It doesn't matter what the computer says. Look at your paper ballot. It'll tell you who you voted for. So, so I have three things. Sorry. Go ahead. Completely spaced. Get to the game early. There's also going to be a high school football match. Yeah, there's going to be a high school football game going on at the same time that um, people are going to get there for the soccer game. So get there early to make sure you get parking. Uh, number two, wear black. We're blacking out Toyota Field. And, uh, yeah, number three, be loud. And also, yeah, go vote. Nothing extra for you, Matt. You're kind of, uh, you know, glitching like uh, Roy, uh, like uh, with Max Headroom uh, per Robert here <laughs> earlier here. Uh, any final thoughts that you had outside of what you were saying as far as for the bunker to be loud? and, and, and uh, I, I, I want to be loud tomorrow. <laughs> I want to make sure I can't talk on Monday. <laughs> So that's it, guys. It's a short show. Um, like I said here, well, depending depending on how the result goes on tomorrow night, um, I have an idea maybe to try to get together and do something Saturday, you know, during at least during the Colorado Springs Sacramento match, kind of maybe do a review on us and kind of, you know, you know, 
discuss that that Colorado Springs Sacramento match. If results don't go our way, I'm not sure I'll do that. You know, for that here, just being upset or just being honest, <laughs> maybe uh, longer than one day to recover. <laughs> See, yep, absolutely, yep. Uh, don't want to be speaking on a public <laughs> forum if that happens. Absolutely. So, but you know, like I said, unfortunately, um, you know, with my job and the kids both playing soccer, Royce with with his kids playing, um, Rafa's seems like it's that time of the year where he's out on the road all the time. Uh, schedule on our schedule, unfortunately, is a little, uh, little not consistent. Uh, we'll just leave it at that, but uh, we'll try to get one out. Robert says, start drinking at noon. Um, I gotta be able to drive to the match, Robert, you know, you know, so I can't start. Some of us are adults. Hey, hey, that's a prescription. That's my prescription. <laughs> Some of us are adults. Let's maybe a beer at the game. So couple beers at the game safely, uh, but uh, <laughs> get there Uber, at six. Uber. That's, yes. that's another thing. If you do find yourself in an inebriated state, take an Uber. Not worth take it. An Uber. Take yeah. an Uber. <laughs> I'll probably be his Uber. <laughs> so let's see what it goes. So, but uh, thank you for everybody tuning in and thank you for everybody that uh, listens on there. Uh, let's not pull an RGV and be one and done. You know, let's let's continue it and uh, on with this march uh, for this year. Um, and let's uh, see if Finish we can. The fight. Let's see what we can do and, and be playing on November thirteenth. But uh, for that here, so hope everybody has a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in. Finish the fight. Let's go.